0: Hey y'all, Ashley here, and today we're gonna talk about marketing strategies, which is one of my favorite things to talk about. (laughs) You're listening to Copy Chatter, the podcast where we talk about all things writing business. We're having a conversation here about freelance writing and freelance writers, and you are invited. Let's chat about business, marketing, dealing with clients, mindset issues, copy tips, and rolling with the changes. We'll also delve into what's going on with this particular writer as I grow and build my own business. Ready to talk shop? It's time for some copy chatter. Okay, so marketing strategies for freelance writers. You've got basically two main options. There are basically two kind of umbrellas that your marketing is going to fall under. One of these umbrellas is called outbound marketing and the other one is called inbound marketing. All right, so what is the difference? The difference is that outbound marketing is when you go out to the clients. Um, Usually it means you are going out and asking for work, but not always. It could just be you putting yourself out there. Um, And then inbound marketing is when you set things up in such a way that the clients come to you, which is awesome. (laughs) In a lot of ways, inbound marketing is kind of the holy grail of freelance service providers in general. We always want the people to come to us because it's easier that way. It's... um, it takes away a lot of the risk it takes away a lot of the chance of rejection and we as humans who are human people with feelings <laughs> want to minimize the risk of rejection as much as we can <laughs> pretty much so inbound marketing is something that really appeals to a lot of people they they want the inbound because it seems easier. It seems, uh, not as scary and it's not as intimidating. So, um, I get a lot of questions about how to do inbound marketing. They don't necessarily know that that's what they're asking, but like, um, I just got a question the other day from someone who was like, how do I find writing clients without having to send emails? (laughs) And I was like, well, honey, (laughs) uh, there are a few things you can do, I guess. Um, People really don't like emails because it seems like a lot of work. And it seems like, uh, like I said again, before, there's uh, you've got a lot on the line when you send an email. You're just sort of begging to be rejected and nobody likes that. So um, that's why inbound appeals to people and outbound turns people off. However, (laughs) there are pitfalls. There are, I mean, there are pitfalls on either side. So I just want to do kind of a quick breakdown to give you an idea of what all the different options are and what the many, many different ways there are for you to find clients. Um, I recommend that you do a mix of both. And um, if you are relatively new to the scene or if you just are in a situation where you need or you want to start making money fairly quickly, you're going to have to do outbound marketing because the inbound stuff just takes time. A lot of it relies on search engine juice. Um, A lot of it um, depends on people being able to find you. And so you have to leave these trails of breadcrumbs, as my ghostwriting mentor says, Um, Derek Lewis, he talks about you leave your breadcrumbs. Um, and it takes a while to place them, and it takes a while for people to start finding them. So if you need money fast, you're going to have to get over your fears, and you're going to have to start doing some outbound marketing. All right, so I promised you specifics on what these might look like, and I'm just going to prattle off a list as they come through my head because I did not write anything down. (laughs) Okay, so um, outbound marketing... I think the most commonly thought of one, the most commonly understood one is sending emails. Um, a lot of times these are called cold emails. One of my role models is Ed Gandia, and he talks about the difference between cold email prospecting and warm email prospecting. And I really like the distinction he made um, because you know, I think it matters. Number one, he really knows what he's talking about. And number two, I think it's a really insightful distinction. So the difference between warm email prospecting and cold email prospecting, um, either way, um, what you're doing is you're sending an email to somebody who doesn't know who you are, isn't expecting to hear from you, and may or may not even need your services. So what you're doing is you're saying, hey, I'm a writer, would you like to hire me? (laughs) You're doing it in a much more sophisticated way than that, but that's essentially what you're doing. So the difference between a cold email and a warm email is... um, Basically, uh, uh, one way that marketers talk about leads and potential clients and that kind of thing is they talk about the hot, the warm, and the cold. Um, The hot audience is people who already know you, they love you, they want whatever you're going to offer. The warm audience um, may, you know, they're kind of interested once they come across you. And the cold audience has no idea what, you know, who you are or what you're doing. So a cold email, in this sense, if you think about your prospects (laughs) as your audience, (laughs) Um, which is a very mar- marketing-y way to think. <laughs> um, so your cold emails, basically you are literally showing up in someone's inbox, unbidden, unannounced, and you're saying, hey, I'm a writer, would you like to hire me? It works for some people. It works for a lot of people, I guess. Um, a lot of people really don't like this method. They feel very uncomfortable. They've, it feels intrusive in a way. It feels very sort of unknown. It feels like a waste of time. You have to send a whole lot of cold emails to find clients. Um, warm emails are a little bit better (laughs) they're a little bit easier to send they're a lot more fun to write um, if you ask me Um, and they're going to get you better results now it's not like you're going to get a 90% higher rate you're not even going to get you know a 90 cent 90% response rate you might not even get a 20% response rate because um, that's just how it is in the world of emails (laughs) However, um, what sets a warm email apart from a cold email is that in a warm email, you find some kind of way to build rapport or um, build a connection with the person you're writing. So you, you aren't just saying, hey, I'm a writer, do you want to hire me? The difference between a cold one and a warm one is that you would go into a warm email saying something like, hey... I really admire what your company is doing. I think you guys are awesome. I love this, this, and this part of your mission statement. I am a freelance writer. I specialize in blah, blah, blah. And I would really, really love to join, you know, to to join your marketing team. Or I would really, really love to help promote you through XYZ, you know, product or service that you're offering. Um. So you know you're praising them, you're building a connection, you're you're warming them up in a sense, um, and it's not scammy and it's not gross. It's just making a connection. You are a person and they are a person and we are people, and people hire people and people need people, and and all you're doing is just you know peopling. <laughs> so that's what a warm email is, and there are lots of different ways you can you can do a warm email. You can um, just sort of praise the company for what they're doing or the business. You can um, look for some something, like if they have a news tab on their website, you can go see what some of the recent news is and you know, congratulate them on whatever this news is. Um, um, and so that, that makes it warm because you're making it clear that you um, are paying attention to them, you're offering them congratulations, and that's pretty cool. Um, another way to do warm email is if you were referred to them by somebody and you can say, hey... Um, Ashley told me you're looking for a writer. I would love to help you out. Um, that's a pretty warm email that you could send. It's not always easy to do that, but when you have the opportunity, drop those names. <laughs> if um, you have a personal connection with whoever you're emailing, make sure that you mention the personal connection. Run it by the person you want to mention first and say, hey, I'm sending an email to, to Bob to see if he needs a writer because you mentioned that they, that he's really flurried, or that he's really frazzled. Do you mind if I um mention your name in the email that we know each other you know and most people are going to be like yeah sure that's awesome i'll put in a good word for you so that's a really warm email that you can send one way that i landed some really fun work um I- including uh some, including my uh work with flywheel <laughs> which uh i found i started working for them more than 5 years ago and i still write for them which is awesome um i found flywheel because i was looking at press release sites for startups and Flywheel, something called Flywheel, which I'd never heard of, announced that they had received some round of funding. And I saw the announcement. And so I wrote to their marketing people and was like, hey, I saw you guys got funding. That's awesome. Congratulations. I really love what you're doing here. Um, it looks like, you know. <laughs> I forget exactly what I said, but it was like, you know, I praise them for the funding. Hey, congratulations. That's amazing. I love what you're doing. And I say something specific about what I like or how they're relevant. Flywheel offers website hosting. So um, I probably would have said something like, um, I've been burned a lot by really bad hosting companies, and it's it's great to see one with energy and commitment to the customer, something like that. Um, And then you roll into the next part and you're like, hey, I'm, uh," you know, you introduce yourself. I'm Ashley. I'm a freelance writer. I specialize in uh blog posts for startups like yours. Um I write about entrepreneurship and whatever and blah blah blah, you know, f- go to their website, tell them what part of their niche you write about. And then you say, um I just wanted to offer my services in case you um need some, you know, in case you need a writer. Something like that. Okay, so <laughs> that was a really bad template, but you get the idea. <laughs> um So that is, that's, I think, a pretty good summary of the difference between cold and warm email prospecting, but there are other ways that you can do cold, or sorry, um, outbound marketing also. So other types of outbound marketing, um, it's when you are um, applying for gigs on the job boards. It's when you are um, connecting with people on LinkedIn and seeing if they need writers Um, And it's that kind of thing. It's you going to them and offering your services. So that's outbound marketing. Um, It's how a lot of people find work. It's also something that a lot of new freelancers really want to avoid, and that's why they don't really get anywhere. Okay, so now let's talk about inbound because everyone prefers inbound because it feels so much more comfortable. I like inbound marketing. I have been able to get results with some types of inbound marketing. Um, I've also gotten pretty good results with outbound. So I am not gonna say either way whether one is better than the other. I think it really depends on your commitment level and your personality type. So inbound marketing is a lot of fun sometimes, (laughs) if you like this kind of thing. And it can look like all sorts of things. The main form of inbound marketing that has worked for me, um, and I will say the vast majority of my work has come through this particular channel, is my personal connections. Um, Most of my work has come to me through people who know me or people who send people my way. Uh, So this looks like anything from participating in a Facebook group to... um, you know, it could be tweeting on Twitter. I think a lot of people in the writing world are still on Twitter, which is incomprehensible to me, but there it is. <laughs> I never really got the hang of Twitter. I never really developed the love for it that a lot of my colleagues did. Um, it, is, it is, let's see, other types of inbound. It's things like um, optimizing your Facebook profile and optimizing your LinkedIn profile. So that you have the right keywords so that when people go, you know, on LinkedIn, which I think is a really underutilized platform, um, people might go on LinkedIn and they, they're looking for, um, you know, a blog a copywriter in XYZ niche or ghostwriter in, you know, they're looking for like an, an HR ghostwriter or they're looking for um animal husbandry copywriter or uh, you know whatever they are looking for if you are that person and you have those keywords in your profile you're going to get found so that's another way of doing um, inbound marketing Uh, it's very much like seo and I hesitate to mention SEO because then we start talking about websites, and websites are a big black hole vortex of doom for a lot of writers, especially new writers. So I'm, you know, I don't want to say too much about your website. I don't want to emphasize your website too much, and I also don't really want to underemphasize it. But I will say, if you have a freelance writer website, which I highly recommend that you get. I know that I teach that you don't have to have one on day one, and that you can get started before you have a website. Um, And I still think that's very much true, but I also am very forward with saying that um, it's not a permanent solution. You do need to get a website at some point, and the sooner the better. A lot of people say you should not even start before you have a website, but I've noticed that a lot of people get stuck there. So I like to give my permission slip to bypass the website so you can start working and start getting some traction, and then you can build your website. Okay, so the ben- one of the main benefits of the website other than showcasing you as a service provider is the SEO. Now you only really get SEO if you are using WordPress, which I know is intimidating for a lot of new folks, um, but WordPress is how you get SEO. It just is. Um, so um, SEO, uh, like I said, is another good outbound strategy. You have to do keyword research to figure out what kinds of keywords you want to use in your website to make it easier for people to find you. And you need to make sure that you have your keywords. You need to have content that's being updated regularly. And the easiest way to do this is with a blog. And you need to be updating it generally weekly or every other week, absolute minimum. You need to be updating your blog once a month. So that's SEO and that's how you get found by SEO. It's another breadcrumb. And that is a breadcrumb that takes months and months and months of work and months and months and months just of time (laughs) to pay off. So SEO is not a winning strategy if you are coming in without um, any other stuff going on. However, if you have a website, it is something you should be paying attention to. Um, and related to that is Pinterest. If you have a blog and your if you have a blog attached to your writer site, and your audience for your blog is the audience who will hire you, then you can get your stuff circulating on Pinterest, and you can get a lot of inbound marketing that way um, any kind of social media really is inbound marketing. Um, let's see. And then there's a specific type of inbound marketing that sort of relates to a lot of the other types that I've talked about. And it's called attraction marketing. Um, attraction marketing is a type of inbound marketing. Some might say that they're basically the same thing in a lot of ways. They are kind of the same thing, (laughs) but, um, for me, I'm talking about attraction marketing specifically on Facebook. Facebook, make Facebook your funnel. <laughs> if you're familiar with the language of sales funnels, your Facebook can be a funnel. So what that looks like, um, you can do it with LinkedIn too. Not as much, um, but also with LinkedIn. So you want to optimize your Facebook profile as much as you can to make it very clear that you are a freelance writer and you are for hire. So um, it takes kind of a, a mind shift that you have to make, Um to, to go from Facebook as a personal tool into Facebook is a work tool. Um, and some people really find that a struggle. So the good news is that um, now you can set up a business page on your Facebook. You can make it very businessy and keep it, you know, very businessy um, and keep your personal stuff on your personal site. And Facebook recently changed it so that business pages can now interact in Facebook groups. And that is what you want. Facebook groups, if you want to do um, attraction marketing, Facebook groups are your golden ticket because that is how people find you. What you do, the, the, the base, so I'm going to talk about attraction marketing specifically um, in a future podcast, but I want to do a nice little overview for you now. The basics of attraction marketing are that you get into Facebook groups where your ideal client is hanging out and you answer questions and you become tremendously helpful and you are not in there pitching your work you are in there to get noticed (laughs) as someone who knows what they are doing and who is a writer this works really really well if your um, market is in the like in the any kind of entrepreneurial space um, because you know if you want to write for relationship coaches or if you want to write for wedding photographers or you want to write for bloggers or you want to write for mompreneurs or you know whoever you want to write for if they are the type of people who congregate on facebook then what you do is you get in the groups where they are going to go and start asking questions that they have about their business and anytime someone asks a question about content or writing, or you know, editorial calendars, or how are you so productive, or anything like that, you answer, you, just, you answer, you answer, you answer, you give your best advice, you give your best tips, and then if your profile is optimized, people are like, huh, who is this Ashley person who knows everything there is to know about blog posts, and they click over to your profile page, or now they can click over to your business page if you're interacting in um, these groups with your, under your business name, and they can see, oh, she's a freelance writer. And then it becomes, oh, maybe she can write for me. And then they send you a message and you're off to the races. So that's sort of, that's what um, attraction marketing looks like. And that is one of many ways to do inbound marketing where you sort of lay out the breadcrumbs and m- more or less lure them in. <laughs> inbound marketing is also like if my friend needs a writer and she's like, hey, Ashley, can you do this writing for me? Yes. Anything that comes from your contacts comes from your network. That's inbound marketing. Being visible and active on social media platforms makes it much easier for people to do that. Um, And it makes it really easy for people to remember, oh, Ashley's the one who's always writing about this and that and the other. Um, And -and so-and-so needs a writer, so I'm going to connect them. So that's how that works. Um, There's one more thing. Oh, the last thing I wanted to offer you for inbound marketing is, and this can also be sometimes a small, and I want to emphasize small stream of revenue for you, is if you write a book and you self-publish this book on Amazon. Um, So you want to make it something that is going to be easily found by your target clients. So if you want to um, start writing for, I don't know, um, Welders, (laughs) Welders, <laughs> welding companies. I used to write for a, a, like a welding equipment company. So, if I wanted to write for more of them, what I might do is go on Amazon and write, a, you know, self publish a book on content marketing strategies for welders, you know, content marketing strategies for welding equipment or for industrial businesses or whatever, you know, pick whatever the industry is and write a book about. Um, strategies related to the service that you offer for that industry (laughs) if that makes sense so if I am uh, if I'm writing for um WordPress blogs um and I want to get noticed I might talk about um I might write a book about um the best marketing strategies for technology blogs or something like that um Yeah, and then people might see that you've written a book. Maybe they'll buy your book. More likely, they might say, well, who is this person? And then you have your Amazon author profile, and it says Ashley Gaynor is a freelance writer specializing in welding equipment. (laughs) And she can be reached at her website, ashleygaynor.com, and then they come to you, and it's amazing. So I hope that was a good er overview. We went a little long on this episode, um, but if you have any questions about anything, that I shared on this episode, or you wanna go deeper on any one topic, please let me know. And I have something for you. I'm very excited to announce that I am about to release a new course and I've got the waitlist open and I'm so excited about it. So this course is called Client Bound. We talked about outbound, we talked about inbound, and if you employ any of these strategies, you are gonna be client bound. So in Client Bound, It's a self-guided, kind of a self-serve course for you with um, videos and handouts and worksheets, dozens of lessons, lists of, um, you know, marketing agencies that are hiring writers, um, anything I can think of that will help you know how to find clients. Every single method to find clients that I'm aware of, (laughs) many of which I have employed myself, to find work. Um, It's all in this course. I wanted it to be the one-stop shop for client finding strategies. It actually started as like a boot camp and it just grew and grew and grew and I thought, you know what, this needs to become a real course um, with just everything I can possibly think of put in it. So that's what it is. It's a real course with everything I can possibly think of put in it. Um, the, The wait list is open. You can, if you're interested, you can go to copychatter.com slash clients, copychatter.com slash clients. It opens to the public on June 17th. Um, So the waitlist page is going to be up until then. And I highly recommend that if you are interested and you are listening to this podcast before June 17th, (laughs) 2019, um, you get on the waitlist because I have some surprises for my early birds. So if that sounds like your kind of thing, then go ahead and get on the wait list. It's copychatter.com slash clients. And um, if the course is already open, then you can still go to copychatter.com slash clients and check out the sales page and pick it up right away which is awesome. So I can't wait to get this out there in the world. It's about, I think I said this before, it's about 80% done. I'm still trying to perfect everything and, and work it all out. So right now it's on promotional pricing and when it's all finished, it'll go, you know, to the higher price. But even at that, I'm trying to keep this as affordable as I can because I really want this to get into as many hands as possible. Looking for clients, people say that looking finding writing clients is really hard. And In my experience, it's actually not that hard. The thing that is hard is dealing with the overwhelm, the confusion, the not knowing what to do, the not knowing what to try, not knowing which way is the best thing. You know, it's more of the mind game. And so what I want to do is just kind of demystify the process, lay everything out. Um, You can pick what you want to do. You can discard what you want to do, but it's all right there. You don't have to go searching. You don't have to go reading a bazillion different blogs to figure out this and that strategy. You can do that if you want to to sort of augment what you're learning here or look for specific strategies and that kind of thing. but, but really, it's you know, it's like it's everything I know about finding clients. and I, I just am so excited to share it with you. So get, get go get on the list. It's copychatter.com/ clients and I cannot wait to see you on the inside.